you ready to start? And we'll just <laughs> we'll just BS our way through this. <laughs> everybody i'm seal <laughs> hey and i'm chris and this is we're back the bearded beacon episode what five yes we're on episode five and then episode four of jessica jones aka 99 friends that's right but kilgrave ain't one uh-uh yeah. directed by david petrarcha well, look at you doing your homework hey you know i i learned from my mistakes I don't. Well? Well, yeah. Well, I did tonight. Yes, you did. Because, um, so I had the whole, I had the whole iceberg studio broken down because I'm, I'm selling my house. So I have to show it. And, um, you know, having all this stuff strewn about the dining room, it doesn't, it doesn't look good, apparently. So people don't want to see that when they come in. Apparently. Oh, allegedly. Oh. What you should do is just arrange it on your table so it looks like a dead body and then throw throw a cover over it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's what I'll do. Christine yeah, will appreciate that. It'll sell twice as fast. Yeah. That'll 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 go over real well. <laughs> you can do that in this neighborhood? Wait, what? <laughs> Our my my real estate agent is a friend of ours that we grew up with. And she'd really appreciate me doing what are you holding up to the I'm not holding up anything. What are you talking about? Oh, you're colorblind. My screen got pixelated. <laughs> what was that? Floam. Floam. No, it isn't. Look at that. He's trying to... We're really going to have to start... I'm going to have to start screen recording this stuff because y'all are missing out. Chris has... Yeah. There's something on the screen. There's <laughs> something on the screen. There's something stuck to my head. Oh, no, there you... Hey, there you are. Where? Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, how you doing? Excellent. So anyway, yeah. Um, and then I thought I had one way of recording tonight, and it didn't work, and then it didn't work, and then I don't know how many different things I tried. So basically, slowly over the course of what, about an hour and a half, yes. I put the entire studio back together. Yes. Yeah. So lesson learned. I'm just going to have to pack it up and unpack it each week. Oh, woe is me, boo-hoo, big deal, whatever. Exactly. Or you could just move back to Texas. I don't think that would help you unpacking and repacking. No, it wouldn't. Well, no, because then we could record this like at my parents' house or something. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'd go over well. They'd like that. Hey, Mom and Dad, I'm going to bring all my crap in your house and string wires everywhere, and, and uh, we're going to record things. I'll get in <laughs> on the action if you want. Yeah. Dad would be like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my God, you should have seen the man's face. So I go home. Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year, by the way. Yes, yes. We've been gone for a while. We have a couple of weeks. It's the holidays. We're, we're well, they're the holidays, and it's time for it's time to be with family and, and stuff like that, or at least that's, that's what we tell ourselves. And we are unprepared, untrained individuals that are trying to do something of quality. Yes. We want to keep the quality. So we do all this, all this whole 90 minutes of shenanigans tonight is for you guys. Y'all. It's for y'all. Because we love you all and want you to have a quality podcast to listen to. 
But no, so um, Christmas, wasn't Christmas night. It was the next night. I had the Doctor Who uh, Christmas special. Yeah. And I told my mom, I was like, hey, I got the Doctor Who Christmas special. She's like, oh, let's watch it. So we got to watch it. Well, we've got to watch on the on one of the two TVs in the house that has an Apple TV hooked up to it. So I can stream it from my phone. One of them is the back little exercise room. It's kind of cramped. The other one's my parents' bedroom, which there's lots of room in. You know, I've got the big rocking chair in there, the whole bit. So I was like, all right, we'll try this. We'll try watching this in our room. And so we start it, and my dad comes in. And, oh, my God, if you could have seen the look on the poor man's face. He didn't know what he was. He, I mean, just jaw. I've, I don't think I've ever seen that look on his face before. I mean, jaw just, like, and he was just like deer in the headlights. Like, what am I looking at? This is awful. I, and he he tried to, he kept trying to talk. And he was like, I, what, it, I, oh, I, I gotta go. <laughs> and he just walked out of the room and went in the living room and watched TV out there for the next 45 minutes. Awesome. Uh, and then it's over. And I was like, oh, that was so great. And my dad just walks back in, shaking his head, doesn't say a word. <laughs> he cannot handle that kind of stuff. Because that episode, the the Christmas episode this year, started out really weird. Oh. It, it settled down toward the end, but it started out, it was crazy starting out. So but my poor dad just could not handle that much crazy on, on his television. Excellent. Yeah. Did you have a nice Christmas? Well, I, I had a pretty good Christmas. We were very relaxed, and but we did a lot, so it was good. Kids were running around like crazy, and having a great time. Mom got to stay home over the entire holiday that my eight-year-old got to stay home. So that was good. Yeah. So it was a very fun-filled, lots of stuff to do, lots of Legos, tons of Legos this year. So Yeah, I saw, I I was enjoying all the Lego pictures you were sending. I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Sophia's into Legos now, so she got some Legos for her birthday too. So, so, and that's my um, 40-year-old wife. So, who doesn't look forty? No, not a, not she, a, not a day over thirty nine. Don't tell her I said that. No, she's twenty. She's twenty two right? forever. That's right. And that how right. old she was about that when we met her? Yep, that's exactly how old she was. We used to, for those of you playing along at home, the three of us used to all work together at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And Seal and her had a secret romance that. They didn't even know they had. We didn't even know we had. Oh, that was awesome. We were totally like deflecting. Well, and then once once we figured out that that's what everyone thought, we had no end of fun with everyone in that place. It was awesome. Oh, we had them. Awesome, awesome. No one suspected a thing. And then when y'all got married, sometime after that, I ran into our, our old boss. And I was like, oh, yeah, you remember Chris and Sophia? Yeah, they got married. They were dating the whole time. And she was like, what? <laughs> Because <laughs> that would have got the two of them fired completely. Well, when That's I started awesome. dating, and then once, yeah, that it was a whole thing. But because Chris was a manager and Sophia wasn't, and it was scandalous. Oh yes, and then totally it's, and then at some point we all we all three were assistant managers, so it didn't matter. But we just kept the ruse going because it was just more fun that way. Yeah, and I was about to leave anyway. I was going to go to grad school, so that yeah. was exciting. Yep, you didn't care. No. No. No, nope, nope. I don't think any of us did for that matter. <laughs> we were mavericks. We were rule breakers. Completely crazy people. I know. But hey, it worked out for you. Yeah. So who's to say? Yeah. 
the one time a workplace romance works out. Yeah, you know. Well, there has to be the exception that proves the rule, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're it. You're a phenomenon. You're a snowflake. You're a unicorn amongst relationships. Well, I am still the only person in my family not to wear glasses, too. So I obviously am a unicorn. Oh, that's right. Because you've never seen a unicorn wear glasses, right? No, I haven't. I'd like to see that. Draw me a unicorn with glasses. Okay. Not right now. You as a unicorn with glasses? Oh, yes. Totally do it. That'll be our new, <laughs> that'll be the new uh, logo for the podcast. Okay, we'll do that. I'll get do that ready. Yes, yeah. me as a unicorn with glasses. <laughs> Everyone wants to see that. Oh, my God. And he's he's drawing people. He's like, I see him. He's looking up at me. He's, he's got his paper in front of him, and he's looking down at the paper, and he's looking up at me, and he's looking down. And I, I, I see you working there, but that's cool. It'll be it'll be something fun. We'll we'll post a we'll post pictures of it. I just got my notes today. I, I'm not drawing right now, so see, no pictures of Seal as a unicorn uh, okay. or Grayson. Neither Seal nor Grayson are a unicorn with glasses yet. No, not yet. Yet. Keyword is yet. 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 Yeti. Oh, it's one time. Yeti. See, see what I did there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Yetis, Yetis kind of look like Wampas. Yes, Wampas. Wampas are from Star Wars. Did you see Star Wars? I finally saw Star Wars, yes. I was trying to be good and trying to be safe and make sure that my kid could go with me. And oh, okay. I waited way too long because I was fiending for days. And I'm going again tomorrow. Sweet. I went again the other night. Good. Yeah, we tried to go see the Hateful Eight in the 70 millimeter, but I was impressed for Houston, Texas. Houston, I'm proud of you. You sold out that show the other night. I couldn't wow. believe it. And of course, the next it's a three hours. The it's three hours and seven minutes. So the next show is not you know until like almost eleven o'clock at night, and none of us were, were like, no, screw this. So and of course, we're at the only theater in town not showing Star Wars. So we drove across town to another theater that was showing Star Wars and watched <laughs> Star Wars. That's hilarious. Like two of us had seen it, and there's four of us. Two of us, two of us had seen it, and two two of us hadn't. So we're like, screw it, we're going to see Star Wars again. And then the other two were like, oh, that's cool, because we haven't seen it. So. Cool. Well, what'd you think? I enjoyed it immensely. It was like just enough, uh, I don't know, reminiscing from the old movies mm-hmm. and the the new blood impressed me greatly. I, I had low hopes and they were dashed, so it was awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't wait to go see it again. After reading reading some of the uh, the clue like errata online and whatnot, and like so I can go test theories and whatnot yeah. on my own. So, but it, that is a one one weird thing about it. Like I, I didn't immediately feel feel the movie until later. Like it was weird. Like things slowly started seeping in mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So I'm not sure if we're gonna do any spoilers right now, but I I'm not going to. So. No, we don't have to. It's well, it's still kind of early too. I mean, it's yeah. It hasn't even you know been out what three weeks. Yeah. So two or three weeks, three weeks, something like that. I figure yeah. we probably ought to give it a good six or eight before we start throwing spoilers because you know there's people that haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, we could we could just go crazy, but we're not going to. No. We're gonna spoil the you know what bejabbers out of Jessica Jones, but we're not gonna spoil Star Wars. That's illegal, I think, yeah. in like I don't know four or five galaxies. We're, we're just not going to do that. But yeah, I, I was I was excited about it. I mean, I'm really excited about it. I took my mom to see it Christmas night. Sweet. And uh, yeah, it was fun. And we went to the IMAX, IMAX 3D, the whole bit. And 
we were both excited, but I and you know, and then the you know the trailers start and we're seeing all the trailers for all the good movies coming up. My mom's like, "Oh, what's this? What's that?" So she's she's all into the comic book movies with me. So okay, yeah. So we saw the Batman trailer. We saw the Civil War trailer. She's freaking out. Um, she's like, "Oh, I want to go see that. I want to go see that. I want to go see that." And then um, we're both getting excited about it, but it didn't really hit either one of us. You know, the Lucasfilm thing comes up, and you're like, "Oh, wait, it's starting." And then the crawl comes up and, or, you know, the long time ago in a galaxy far, far away comes up. Yeah. And we both just went nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, we were both just out of our minds for the next two hours. So I was, I was loving it right from the beginning. And excellent. I went in with really high expectations. Yeah. And was not disappointed. Good. So. I mean, it's it's not a perfect movie. No movie is, but there wasn't anything in there for me to be disappointed in. So, it it did its for me. It did its job, and it was it it it. I think it exercised the demon that was the prequel trilogy. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So, I quite liked it, and I'll go see it again and again and again. Cool. I'm excited too. I'm ready to see it at least two more times. Two. I want to see it at least two more times in the theater. Definitely. If if not three. So Definitely. we'll see. I'm trying to see it in multiple formats. So I've seen it in IMAX 3D. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in um, 4K 3D over at the Edwards. I want to go see it in 2D. Yeah, I did my 3D. We did the 3D for the first one, and I I don't like what they do with 3D with like real people because it doesn't actually feel 3D to me. Because it feels like you got layers rather than an actual 3D field. Right. So you got like, for me, it feels more like cutouts. And I don't know if it's my eyes or whatever. But it feels like you got cutouts in different layers. But Some people's eyes don't adjust to it very well. But I, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I understand the effect. But I don't think my eyes have ever done well with 3D, even when it was back to the red and blue glasses and whatnot. So I think it's something something in there is wrong, which is making my eyes right, which is I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be wrong. Which is weird because you're an artist. <laughs> but maybe that maybe that's what helps you is you can see the layers, you can see the individual layers. Maybe that's it. Ooh, maybe we're onto something. Dun dun dun. Well, let's, we'll just need a little brain biopsy and. See what's yeah, going why, on in there. Why are these men in black at the door? I need a sample of your brain tissue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I was I was impressed with the 3D in this one. And in places where I didn't think I was gonna be. Right. Like the one of the things that really stood out to me was the interior of the Falcon. I mean, yeah. it's no big deal. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen it a hundred times. we you and I have grown up with it. Yeah. But to see it in that medium. And I think it helped on the IMAX screen too, because it's just so freaking huge. Yeah. That it's just right. I mean, it's right in your face. We were we sat on the back row, right in the middle, and it was. I mean, it's it's just so big. I, you know, you're so close to the screen, even in the back. That, but it it added so much. It add, you know it added the depth or whatever that it's supposed to, but it also to me made it feel more claustrophobic. Like you really felt like you were in those little hallways and stuff. Yeah, it it felt like the walls were coming. You know, as, as much as stuff was going out away from you, you could feel the walls and the and all the the padding and all that. You know, around those little um, the little joints in the in the walls and the tubes coming in on you. I thought that was cool. That was cool. It felt like I was there, but I guess that's what it's supposed to feel like, right? Yeah, that's right. That's what they say. So 
I enjoyed it. I will. I I liked it much better than Cats. I will see it again and again. <laughs> and you've seen Cats a lot too, so don't even lie. I've seen. I've seen Cats. <laughs> Talk about a trippy show. Oh my goodness gracious, man! That thing makes no sense until about halfway through the second act, and it all comes together. And you're like, oh, I get it. So the last ninety minutes. Oh, okay. Now it was—it's like a light bulb goes off. <laughs> I did not know what was going on, man. All through the first act, second act starts. I still don't know what's going on. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's just cats singing, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "There's no story. None of the, none of the thing, none of the, it's none of the poems, none of the poems tie together." But then they do, and you're like, "Oh, wow, boy, that was a rabbit trail." Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> a little bit of a jump. <laughs> well, it's, we're a full-service podcast. That's right. Right. That's we, what we are. We'll take all comers. There we go. Yes. In my in in my hour, yours and mine effort to eliminate the dead air, we're just going all over the place. We haven't even talked about our main topic yet. No. Uh, I also had a art show at the Bay. It was actually more of a craft show type thing, but it was awesome. Sweet. Those those people are great out there, and the organizer, Tyler Termite Hayes, is pretty sweet. He did a good job. Got lots of people out there. Uh, like the busiest busiest show I've done in a while. So it was awesome. Cool. Just fun. Lots of new young artists, and uh, that was good. I'm geared up for my next show, which is starting tomorrow. Uh, it's called Not Just Comics, mm-hmm. January 6th through the 31st. Uh, the open reception is Friday, January 8th, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Uh, they're going to feature new work by invited guest artists and Gallery 9 members inspired by comic books, illustration, and graphic art. Guests includes Bob Hall, which he was actually an old Batman artist, uh, and he did some other stuff too. Uh, Chris Ralston. Hey! <laughs> hey! Uh, Andrea Davis, Nassar Kambal, B. Huff, Paul Tinsdale, and Ben Bird. Dope. Uh, I saw a few of the pieces when I dropped my work off, and it looks awesome. And if you're around, that would be great to see you. So that'd be great to see you too. But it's, dude, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a 14-hour drive for me. Uh, well, yeah. So it's like no, it's like seven for you. No, for me, yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still, it's still 250 bucks in gas round trip. Not if you coast. Actually, no. It'd be it'd be more than that if I if I made it. And yeah, oh my gosh, if I made it there that fast in my pickup truck, <laughs> it'd be like it'd be almost like it'd be almost like gallons per mile. Yep, yep. I drive a gas guzzler, y'all. Woohoo! And I love it. Yeah, it's got a Hemi. Nice. It does actually. Although there's some purists that'll argue that no, it's really not a Hemi, but I'll tell them they're wrong and smile in their smug little faces. And watch them squirm and you know their eyes turn red and the veins bulge out in their foreheads and they get really angry <laughs> but you know that's just me yeah that's that's what i got I'm going on so that's what you got going on yeah and you you're selling your house and yeah. getting ready to send yourself out to be sold and that kind of thing yeah that's right so self-employment or something yeah you can do it I'm excited. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be fun. I believe you're right. It's going to be an adventure. I 
again. Oh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. There it goes. I'm, I'm doing something in the background as well. Okay. But hey, don't let that don't let that stop us. Yeah. Nope. Work. Oh look, here we are. I'm trying to tweet and record at the same time. Excellent. Tell me when you start, Jessica, because I'll start mine here, okay. too. So. Actually, are you ready to go? You might as well. Okay, hang on a second. Let me, let me whoops, of course, the remote turned off. And, okay, I'm queued up at like one second with the Netflix logo up. Me too. Okay, so I'm going to go three, two, one, go. And I'll go, we'll hit the button. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Netflix! Excellent. And the Marvel logo. So on the, it's not on the TV show. On the, you know, the when the you know the pages flip by, on the Marvel intro. Yeah. On the, it's not on the TV shows, but on the movies. One of yeah. the in one of the one of the frames is the back end of a 2007, a white 2007 Nissan 350Z, just like the one I had. Yeah, you don't want to think about that. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> when I first saw it, when I first noticed it, I still had that car. And so I was like, oh, it's yeah. my car. That's awesome. And then now I see it, and I'm like, oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> I want it back. But hey, it's all good. So credits, credits, credits. Credits, credits, credits. Hee <laughs> hee, I just tweeted. Ha huh. I just turned on subtitles. So did I. Excellent. I figured that might help. So, like, she's she's totally searching out who's spying on her. Yes. I love this uh, the, this little sequence here at the beginning where she's, like, watching all these people coming up out of the subway. Yeah. She's got the different picture. And, you know, it's like she, she's... So you see what she's doing with the pictures where she'll go to the wherever the background is. Ooh. Tilt shift. Yep. So I want to augment a comment earlier. We were talking about... Maybe it was, it was last episode or the one before we were talking about um, the split diopter stuff. Yeah, I think they're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of. And I said they're probably doing a lot in post, and they probably are. But I think they're also using um, some tilt shift rigs on the cameras because you're getting you're not getting the nice clean lines that you would with just a straight split diopter. You're okay. getting you're getting some funky shapes in there, and you're getting some warping of the image, like that one. It's there's the the opening part, the subway here in this yeah. episode. People are coming up, people are coming up, and the it's either the first or second shot of her is clearly a tilt shift because it's the view is really warped, it's skewed. So I think they're doing that. But that's just a you know, that's just me geeking out on the cinematography. Cool. Oh hey Audrey, how's it going? Now isn't that the same didn't she didn't she isn't she the actress that played, um, gosh, John Cryer's ex-wife on Two and a Half Men? I don't know. I honestly don't know. She pretty much played the same character. Wow, an anti-mutant? No, no. No? Uh, okay. Prissy uptight. I don't I know. She might have been anti-mutant. She might have been, been bigoted. Yeah. Now, are we going to try to draw Two and a Half Men into the Marvel Universe? Nah, we probably shouldn't. Okay. We could. It's set in Malibu. Yeah. And you could draw. You could make the whole Hollywood connection. Oh, and they like live down the coast from um, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should do that. No, no. 
Yeah, they lived in Tony's shadow is what is where yeah. they lived. Yep. Yeah. There there's Malibu and then there's Malibu. <laughs> there's Malibu and there's Malibu Canyon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to Malibu, but it's driving driving through town like on the on the coast on Highway One, it's not that impressive. Gotcha. It's I mean, it's it's kind of their version of Galveston. People are gonna be up in arms about that, but it's true. Now you go up into Malibu Canyon and it is dope. So now we have another referral. Yeah. Much like the pilot episode. Right. So this immediately has the bells ringing. Oh, the joke about inflagrante. She's like, I know what inflagrante means. <laughs> and here we are watching the episode again. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I am liking the um the whole anti-mutant movement that they are working into the series that's that's yeah. pretty sweet yep well you know we've got to lead up to civil war Mm-hmm. it's all connected that's what i love about that I, I know i've said that before but it's one of my favorite things about this whole mess is that they they just decided hey we're gonna we're gonna put it all under one big umbrella it's all in the same world Mm-hmm. lots of fun so somehow i like it that somehow Kilgrave still has his, his, his claws into this, but without having his claws into it. Yeah, yeah, he's still in control, but he's not in control. Yeah. It's like that's how that's how messed up she is over what he did to her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having it's funny. I'm having to shift gears now. I I, I told you I watched I watched this episode again today. Yeah. After not after and I hadn't seen it. I think same thing with you. I hadn't seen it for a couple of weeks. But um, truth be told the entire series now man i know okay yeah so um i i you know i was i was overcome with you know the joy of being on vacation and all that and you know i don't know what happened i just kept watching over a couple of days i imagine so you might have had some free time come up i but... did have a little <laughs> bit of free time Ooh, now i see trisha's security system in action oh yeah which i was telling you earlier that I I, rec- I finally realized who Trish was, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. And I actually don't know Diddley about that character, but I was just I was bothered by who like her always showing up, and I just started researching, 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 okay. and then I, fig- I I came across it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah I mean and you pretty well figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm not giving any. I mean you figured you you figured out enough that I can tell you by the end of the series, you've pretty much figured out what's going on with her. Right. I love this. I love the look on the cop's face. He comes back and sees her. He's, he's just, he just can't believe it. Like, yeah. Wait, you're fine. You're not hurt. You're like, yeah. And then the other cops start singing <laughs> the scene, the theme song from the TV show. Yeah. It's Patsy. It's going to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the paint color on those walls in the hallway keeps messing with me. It's like, in one scene though, they're it's clearly it's blue, yeah. And then another scene will come along and they'll light it a little bit different or they'll do something with the color grade and it's purple. Yeah, like her apartment. Yeah, well, her apartment there's like some straight up purple in there, and then she's got the yeah. forte. She's doing it right now. She's wearing purple right now. <laughs> Trish is not a good friend. I'm sorry. Uh no. And I just picked up this little this little thing here. This for the this is a cover for the USB 
plugged. Yep. Yeah, it's purple. Of course. Ah! Everything is really purple still. It is. Dude, I was watching another completely different show last night, and it's a it's kind of an ensemble thing, and so all the main characters in the show, it, almost all of them, not all of them, but almost all the the, I guess not main characters, but the main second tier characters, at some point in the show, were wearing like just straight up this vivid purple, and I was like, oh, this is just too weird. <laughs> Jessica Jones, the show that ruined purple. Pretty much. That's okay. Well, you never thought anyone would be able to own purple besides Prince, and now... And Tinky Winky. Oh, God. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? That's like my worst nightmare, actually. But oh, yeah, I went geez. there. <laughs> That's terrible. Now I'm going to have nightmares. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Tinky Winky with Kilgrave's power? Do you imagine Tinky Winky with David Tennant inside? With Kilgrave's power. Yes. Oh, my God. Gosh. Oh, man, how epic would that be? <laughs> he pro- Actually, he did have Hillary's power because he's teaching your children. Oh, yeah. Because then he pretty much tell them what to think. Yep. Oh, Lord. So what do you think? Yeah. For all you children out there that watched the Teletubbies, you've been Kilgraved. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, here we are, Trish Talk. Yep. And then she's going to eat some crow. That's right. With Jessica standing right there, making sure she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that microphone that she destroyed in, what, what was it, the second episode or the third episode yep. where she rips out? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, that's an expensive microphone. If it's what I think it is, if it's what it it should be, it's like a, I don't know, eight or $10,000 mic. Awesome. Yeah. This Neumann U87, if it's the real deal. Yeah. If, it it's, probably if it's the real thing, it's like a 10G mic. Yeah. But there's a lot of knockoffs out there, and I doubt this show can afford to have $40,000 worth of microphones in that one set. Yeah, they probably go in and they find the broken ones, and they just say, yeah, hey, give me the broken ones, and we're just going to use them. Yeah, I mean, that's group. all they need. Yeah. You just need the, you just need the shell and a wire coming out the back. Hey, look, it's a microphone. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we see a little bit of that paranoia, the tourists taking pictures. That's right. She's like, ah, people are taking pictures of me. Nope. It's just yeah. a husband and wife on vacation. You need yeah, to nobody takes down. pictures of each other in New York, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what makes this so crazy is, you know, and she's like, this could be anybody because, you know, you don't, there's no place on earth do you see more people with cameras in New York. Right. It's just what you do. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. You walk around and you take pictures of stuff. It's just what you do. Yep, yep. And you inevitably get pictures of other people. It's interesting all these whiskey bottles I see around our house. I, that one in the foreground just now was, it had to have been, it looked like a Maker's Mark bottle, but I didn't think she, you know, could afford that kind of hooch. Probably not. One of my favorites is the, yeah, dude, that's a Maker's bottle. They just turned it around so you can't see the label. That's funny. One of my favorites is that whenever you see a close-up, it, the old foul. Not old crow, old foul. <laughs> you actually see it in this episode, like twice. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's not even old crow. It's not even old granddad. <laughs> Have you ever had that? That stuff's awful. No. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The line about, I couldn't hear it over that 
Over that outfit or whatever. Talking about the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't hear you over that top. What? This is definitely one of the more funny episodes. Yeah, and it was pretty straightforward, too. Yeah, no, it wasn't. We, do, we don't even see Kilgrave in this one, do we? We just no, hear about just, him, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, just, he sends a little minion to... Yeah, that's right. We get, the, we get the we get the little minion, and that's it. That's the only time we hear from him. I love the tw- the twist with her client. With yeah. Audrey. Yep. Yep. That's fun. Which I guess I mean it doesn't matter. We can spoil that, but yeah, because we can we can jump around as we talk about this. Yep. Yeah, the whole setup where she's like, "Oh, I love this part right here where she's like <laughs> two stories up." Yeah. Just wedged in. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it looks like she's three stories up because she's looking down on the first, second yeah. story. So, yeah, she's got quite a perch there, wedged mm-hmm. in between two buildings. And you know, she just jumped up there and then just stuck her feet out. Yep. See, Trish, purple. Yeah, there she goes again. Man, some people, some people are jerks. Uh, it, yeah, they just don't think what they're doing. They don't. Of course, all these all these decisions are intentional. So, yeah, on the part of the purple gloves. Oh my god! Well, what's really point. awesome is when they get to they start interviewing all those people, all the Kilgrave's victims. Yeah, and then one dude stands up and he's like dressed just like him. She's yeah. like, "Get up!" He's like, "Why? What? What I do? No, get up!" And she's looking at him, looks him up and down, and is like, "It's spitting image of him." Yeah, he's like, that's a five thousand dollar coat. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "It's not like he made me kill my parents or anything, but that's a five thousand dollar coat." <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> I want my coat back. Ooh. Now she's in now she's colluding with Super Cop. Yep. He's got her six. <laughs> <laughs> Scoffs. Got my six. I love watching this with the with the uh, the subtitles on. Yep. Okay, now Jerry, this is just low class. Right? Yeah, this is terrible. Worst. I mean This is high school. This is high school oh, right this here. This is straight up high school. Taking taking the new the new girl to the restaurant where you propose to the old girl. I mean, that's just, and then all oh, hi, how you doing? Small world. Yeah. That's funny. She does not get this restaurant. <laughs> She's like, yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry, you are a jerk. A lot of jerks in this show. Uh-huh. Jerkies. Leftover romance. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna crawl back to you. Never gonna Oops. happen. Yeah, don't mess with the sharky lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> she does not get this restaurant. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Yeah. My screen jumped around a little bit, so I'm gonna be either before you or behind you, so we'll see. Okay, well tell me where you are. I got um Audrey going into her hideout. Okay, that's right where I am. She just walked in the door. Yeah, she's opening her purse and getting out the gun now. So. Okay, yeah, you're like a half a second or you're about. Oh, super jump. Okay, actually, it's funny. You are about. No, she just turned on the music. Well, we're roughly in the same place. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So now she just pulled the the uh, gun out of her purse. Gotcha. Fifteen seconds ahead of me, no big deal. Okay. It's this is work with us, people. I mean, this this is you know, 
he, she goes to all this trouble to have this old abandoned warehouse, and it's all locked up, and she's got the big stereo in there. She can cover the noise of the gunfire. And then she stands right next to a window that's not covered. <laughs> Every other window in this place is covered except that one where she's got her little shooting range set up. And so yep. anybody walking by can look in there and see crazy lady with a gun. Yep. <sighs> I, You know what? I, I have my suspicions that she's an American. America. <laughs> I'm all for, you know, the Second Amendment and gun ownership. I'm just saying, cover the damn window, lady. <laughs> I'm just saying that person shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> oh, her? Yeah, no. She yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Merck has got nothing to do with it. That lady's crazy. Exactly. That crazy lady don't need no gun. Well, perhaps not crazy, but at least she's misguided. That's all right. Her uppance will come. Oh, yes, it will. I love the little, I, the, I just jumping ahead, I love the basically temper tantrum that Jessica throws in when she comes across those two idiots. Oh, yeah. Later when they awesome. try to kill her. <laughs> yeah. She just tears the room apart right around their ears. Yeah. Brings yep. the whole thing crashing down. I want a divorce. <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Run away, dude. Run away. So Jessica goes from going to the ex to try and get dirt on Jerry. And now Jerry's like, no, no, no. I need you to go get dirt on her for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, um, it's a, it's, it's got a very, uh, you know, Jimbo feel to it, where she's playing both sides against the middle. Yeah. Oh, I love this guy with the, the, the sheepskin jacket, and mm. the big hair, and yeah. his big red eyes. And, <laughs> He had a red shirt, I think. Oh, and the guy's like, and he came out of the waves, and he had this purple staff, and he. Uh. <laughs> I thought they did a good job of like the way the the way the the characters in this scene came off, where you could you could pretty much tell. I mean, you could tell the frauds right away, but just the way they were going about their stories, and then the people that this stuff really happened to. It's a they're conveying. I don't know. I guess almost like a sense of brokenness. That there's there's something there in the performance. They, these actors are doing a really tremendous job here. Yeah, I like the mom and the girl. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> there's almost a moment. There's almost a moment. Because she sits. She's wearing purple. She sits. You know, and the whole. And then yeah. But you're like, nah, they're full of it. No, maybe no, no, no. And then you're like, oh no, they're full of crap. Oh yeah, and there's the dude. With the purple suit. Yeah. Nice jacket, right? I'm going to give it to you, right? It's a $5,000 coat. <laughs> <laughs> Zynga. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, and Maxine, he's British. So now we're seeing the trail of broken people. Yeah. That Kilgrave's leaving behind. That was neat, that little mini flashback right there. She's looking at him. Oh, yeah. And, and, like and the, room, the room turns purple, and you, you, I guess for a couple frames, see... Kilgrave's face, yeah. I think I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was if, if they. I know that's what you're supposed to think you saw. Yeah, but I'm not going to go back and look at it frame by frame. No, it was him. So, okay. but I'm I'm sure that was the intent. Yeah, as it is every time they do the they flash the purple like that. 
man, she just goes around. Look at her. She's just all beat up all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And nobody says a thing. No. It's like, lady, are you okay? Of course, she goes around, I guess, toward the end of this last few minutes of this episode with a bullet graze on her shoulder. Yeah, she's bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Nope, not bulletproof. <laughs> I that, I love that little scene. It's like, I'm going to pull a bullet out of my ruined jacket and just shove it up your ass. <laughs> and, I'm, and pretty much without hesitation, she shoots her. Yeah. Nope, not bulletproof. Tell me when you get to the part where she breaks the glass. Okay. I just paused it there, so. Okay. She's walking down the street, walking down the street, walking down the street. Walking down the street. She's walking down the street. Yeah, I'm at the part where she's starting to super cop. Oh, okay. Now somehow I'm behind you. Okay, here. I'll pause. Bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Okay, so they just walked, like literally just walked in. I'm at 2458. They walked in to her apartment building, and okay. super cop just looked over his shoulder, and you see Malcolm standing there. Okay, hold on a second. Almost there. Okay. Uh... 24, 37, 38, 39, 40, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, go, hey, what are you looking at, huh, what the hell are you looking at, huh, hey, get off him, yeah, he's probably watching, I love that, he's probably watching the ceiling, sleep it off mm-hmm. yeah he's no threat to me oh wait a minute <laughs> and this is when we first see super cops kind of got some issues yeah i mean more obviously he's got issues because he got killgraved but he's got yeah. deeper deeper issues he's like right. oh, look at this thing but no, i can turn it off just give me a minute <laughs> yeah i'm not into it either yeah I'm not gonna do it. your heater's working yep can you hear it? Uh-huh. That's an unusual sound for Houston, but yeah, it's on. Yeah. Well, you know, it gets down below 60 degrees here, and we all freak out. Yeah. Actually, I really don't need the thing on right now, but I don't feel like getting them turning it off. Yeah, you shouldn't. So I'm not going to. So Well, then nope. i got to take my headphones off, and i got to walk around the corner to the thing. Is that wild Berkey? No, not old foul. Wild foul. That's what it is, wildfowl. Wildfowl, okay. Wildfowl. Gotcha. That's what it is. I was thinking old crow, but no, it's wild. It's wildfowl, and it kind of looks like a wild turkey label, kind of. Kind of, yeah. But yeah, that one bottle—that was straight up a maker's bottle. They just turned it around with the back of the label. I prefer to decant my whiskey. Decant. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of whiskey. For no, oh, here's our, here's either. a little friend. Oh yeah, here we go, Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> Are you Jessica? Let me clock you in the head with a bottle, this little, little kid. Clonk. I thought the kid was going to attack her. Yeah. I thought, well, I thought the kid was going to attack her, or I thought the kid was going to run out in the street and, like, try and get hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. So it, the, the scene ended a lot. I mean, it was, they did a good job of building the tension. Yeah. Because I expected something really horrible to happen, and then they, they did a good job of diffusing it. Yeah. It's it's a little kid's cussing that, oh, that gets him. Yeah, it's like, it's, what is it? Probably, I don't know, what, an eight-year-old cussing around in the street? Yeah, yep. 
She starts asking all these detailed questions. Are you talking about Audrey? Did he send her? It's like, like she's going to know. You're paranoid, lady. <laughs> and that's every American's fear now when they see a child on their own. Well, can I help them? No, I can't get near them. No, I can't get near them. Because <laughs> we live in such an awesome litigious society. Yeah. People are jerks. It's like, dang, just do the right thing, will you? Oh, this is a fun. This this is a fun little scene. Yeah, with Trish and Supercop talking through the security system. Yeah. Sorry, I tried to kill you. I got you a present. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what a present it is. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Is this legal? Nope. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I'll set it down. I go to the end of the hall. I I really did like this scene though, where they. You know, she like sends him down the hall, gets the thing, shuts the door again, starts talking to him, and they have that whole conversation back to back on either side of the door. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And it doesn't look too cheery standing down at the end of the hall. No. Kind of scary. Mm-hmm. If I was the neighbors, I'd be wondering what was up. Yep. I love the running joke about the doorman. It's like, don't you have a doorman? <laughs> That'll be Marvel's next big superhero. The doorman. The doorman. <laughs> doorman, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. Did you see that um, over the summer, that one-shot comic they did, Hank Johnson, agent of Hydra? Oh, no, I haven't. It's fantastic. If you can get a hold yeah. of it, yeah, if you can get a hold of it, you got to read it. It's really funny. Cool. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that, that bit where yeah. she's standing there. She's got the gun pointed at him through the door. Yeah. But through which that, probably which bounce back and hit her in yeah, the head. <laughs> Perhaps it's more of a symbolic gesture. I think that's what it was. We got it because, I mean, yeah. Because ain't no shooting through that door. No. Not if that battering ram didn't open it up. Yeah. Another crazy lady with a gun. Yeah. And I like how you find out after this, she catches up with this guy and... Well, after um, Jessica catches up with her yeah. her quarry here, What's his to name? take pictures. Carlo? Yeah, that since her laser beam eyes didn't work, you figure out who sent. Yeah, these people. that was clever. So, oh, douchebag in the Aston Martin. Yeah, served some court papers. <laughs> his wife's really chatty. Yeah, yeah. But this is a cool little scene. I, I like it a lot. Actually, she yeah. she gets the phone call and she's like, "Hello." Audrey? And then she starts to hear her talking on the other side of the door, and it's like, oh. It's because I'm three feet. What was it? That's because she's three feet away from you. Yeah. <laughs> throws, it down. It's all, throws the door open. It's three feet to your right, asshole. And still this whole time. And then, oh, there we go. Super jump number two. Super jump number two. Numero dos. Just in case you forgot, she's got superpowers. Yeah. But I like how they just, they're just not you know, gratuitously doing stuff. Just right. Like, oh yeah, she's got, it's it's like, whenever she uses her power, it's it's in a situation where it's logical, it's useful. Yeah. And she's not just doing it just to do it because, you know, like she said before, it's, you know, she's not out there advertising. She's like, I right. ain't hiding, but I'm not out there advertising. Right. Man and woman chatting indistinctly. I don't think that's what was going on. No. Okay, now they're chatting indistinctly. Yep. Cell phone vibrating. That's a loud dang cell phone, too. Yeah. 
It sounds like a buzzsaw whenever it goes off. Exactly. No way they didn't hear that. No. So now look at the lighting in the hallway. It's yep. not quite purple. Right. It's tricking you into thinking it is. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite. There's like all these little clues and all these little touches with this whole Audrey subplot that they do a good job of keeping you thinking that maybe Kilgrave's got something to do with it. But alas, no. Bulletproof. <laughs> 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 Who do you think is going to hurt me? You're bulletproof? Boom. Nope, not bulletproof. <laughs> she doesn't have the laser eyes either. <laughs> Who's that laser eyes? Man, <laughs> awesome. Okay, Audrey's not got a very good stance going there. No. She's got the grip almost right. Yeah, she's leaning way back. She's so, leaning um, way back and with the the way the elbows are bent, they should be they should be out and her shoulders yeah. should be rolled forward. Whoever was doing her training was just terrible. Yeah. Oh wait, she's doing it herself. Well, yeah. I saw it in a movie. No, never mind, her grip is awful. Yeah. Look yeah, at yeah. oh, I didn't realize she's holding oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah. You're not gonna hit anything like that. I'm surprised she even grazed her holding the gun that way. Yeah. It's surprisingly easy to miss. Yeah. With a handgun with a barrel that short, even at what about eight feet, eight, ten feet away. Noink. Pulls the rug out from the plastic sheet. <laughs> she slimes the door the, the gun through, through the, wall. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> there goes the door the gun through the plaster wall. By mirror. Hey, that's seven years bad luck. Yeah. And again, almost a hint of purple light coming in through the window, but not quite. Yeah. Of course, now we've figured out what's going on, so I love it in 99. 99. In this borough alone. Although Manhattan's a pretty big borough, so. Yeah. I mean, they're spread out. Now, she just said 99 in this neighborhood, that'd be something else. (laughs) (laughs) What? Disappear. It's funny, though, you know, she talks about, you know, I'm not... You know, I'm not hiding, but I'm not advertising. But when it's to her advantage, she's not afraid to to kind of play it up. You know, it's like once people figure out she's got superpowers, she's like, "Oh, I got laser eyes. Oh, I got 99 friends just like me, and they they don't they don't like you know." Yeah, she'll work it to her advantage. But we've we've covered that before. Yep. Wonder how bullet wound. Yeah, I wonder how beat up she's gonna be. Well, you know, but I wonder how beat up she's gonna be by the end of the series. She's just going to be a bruise. Just a walking <laughs> contusion. Well, I mean, you remember how, you know, how bad Matt Murdock was beat up by the, you know, throughout the Daredevil series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a start date for that, too. It's what, uh, February 25th? March, no, March 25th. Please. March 25th. Cool. Same day that Batman opens. Ah. Uh, sorry, Batman. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to do both. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for some Deadpool. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited about that. Funny you should say that. Deadpool. And she's wearing red. Uh-huh. It's like he knew. Ah, <sighs> oh, and back to the cute little scene with Trish and Supercop. Yeah. I kind of feel like we're not doing this episode justice, but it's... I mean, this is kind of a filler episode, if we're yeah. honest. I would say it was a filler episode. I like what they did to amp it up and you know make you think that Kilgrave's pulling the strings, but mm-hmm. let's face it, it's a filler. Yep. It's still a good episode, but 
just nothing's really just making me go, wow. Yeah. Although there's things to like and things to talk about, but I love the story about his GI Joes. Yeah. You know, but I was committed to the, what was he, what he said? I was committed to the scenario. He yeah. burned a dream house. <laughs> nice. They rescued Barbie. <laughs> He had insurance. <laughs> he used actual fire. <laughs> so apparently all it takes is if you can make Trish laugh, she'll let you in the house. Yep. Never mind you tried to kill her. Of course she knows. I mean, she understands about the whole Kilgrave thing. But yeah. she doesn't know. She still doesn't know if he sent her back. Could right. Ruse. And even if he gets in and he befriends her, then it could be a ruse again. And mm -hmm. uh, just like you what? don't know what the trigger is. What did Kilgrave tell him to do? Mm. Just follow him for ten hours. She'd been holding that gun that whole time. Yeah, it's probably all sweaty and oops, slip, bam. Yep. <laughs> is she gonna shoot me? Uh, uh, I might shoot you by accident. Only by accident. Yeah, nice little bookendish kind of thing back with amongst in the crowd of all the people and looking at yeah. all the faces going by. That's cool where she stands around the street corner and she puts her arms out. Yeah. Anybody else want to take a shot tonight? Nope. Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot. Like, with as much stuff that happened in this episode, there wasn't as much as like any of the other episodes that I've seen so far. So, yeah. But it was still a solid episode. Yeah, definitely. It's It's interesting that the quality of the show is such that even a filler episode is still good. Yeah. It's like you, we watch this and we can clearly say that that's what that is, that that's what this is, but it's still good. It's, I mean, this is the third time I've watched it and I'm still interested in what's happening. I must say it is, it is a neat exercise to watch it with the sound off. Yeah. Although the subtitles help. Yeah. This is devastating. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> This, it's like everybody thinks they got a bad story and then this guy. Yeah. You want to leave your kid. Yes, I do. And it's funny how she finds herself at this little support group meeting. Yeah. Just kind of eavesdropping rather than being part of it. Here we go watching again. Mm-hmm. Trying to get any information that she can from him about where he went and whatever. Yeah, that was good timing on her part. Mm-hmm. Hearing about, you know, show up on 24-7. What? And so just when we thought that this was nothing but a filler episode, something happens that actually does advance the plot. Yeah, that's right. She gets that one little detail, that one little clue that she can use to track him down, maybe. Blue and white striped scarf. Or a scarf. 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 That was my Swedish chef for those of you wondering. Scarf. Scarf. Dude, all those pictures, they just creepy. Trying to pick out colors in these crappy videos. I don't, I don't see how she could do it. Oh, oh, there's our guy in the scarf. Who is it? Yeah. Who is it? Oh my gosh, who's it going to be? Who could it be? Now I don't feel so bad throwing him under the bus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, 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 you're going to give me that look after I, th oh, wait, after what you did? I don't think mm -hmm. so. Not after what you pulled. Yeah, don't look so hurt. Did the same thing to him. Well, yep. the same thing, but she did something just as mean. Of course, she's also, I mean, I can imagine she probably feels sorry for him, too, because he's now a victim. He's now been kill-gravied. What are you doing over there? Working. Working? Well, we're running a little long, and 
We did manage to get through that episode. So that was episode four, mm-hmm. a.k.a. 99 Friends, that she doesn't really have. That's right. I mean, we know that, but the crazy lady doesn't know that. Ugh. So it's good to be back. I did want to, um, I know we're running, we're running short on time, but part of the hype is I, you know, I wanted to talk about chapter two of Water, but we don't have time to get into a whole lot of detail other than I do want to say I liked it. I liked it as well, and I am going to continue reading it, and yes. I, I would like to talk about that maybe the next time. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a little more into detail. We'll actually tell you why we liked Chapter 2 uh, mm-hmm. next episode. Maybe we'll talk about Chapter 2 and Chapter 3 next week. Oh, we'll that'd be cool. We'll, we'll roll through them both. Um, we'll just finish it and roll through them both. But yeah, I did like it, and it's, it's kind of cool because... You know, you, you you end on a little confusion in one, you start with a little confusion in two, and then it starts to work itself out. You're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I like some of the visual storytelling devices that he pulled in that he that he you see him more clearly. I think you, I think we saw him in chapter one. You see him more clearly in chapter two. I thought, of, and once I realized what he was doing, I was like, oh, that's cool. So more on that next week. So read chapter two and chapter three for next week, kids. That's right. And we will discuss more detail-ish then. And I may have actually seen The Hateful Eight by then, so I may give my thoughts on that too. Cool. So I think that's about it. We've we've covered the main topic. We've told Christmas stories, and we're very happy to be back. I'm glad everyone who's listening is with us. And, you know, all two or three of you out there, and it's cool. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. We do appreciate that. No, we do. Actually, I, I know there's there's actually there's a few people listening, and, and we do. It's you're, you're taking your time. You know, we're you're taking an hour, hour and a half out of your day to listen to the two of us ramble on, and we appreciate that. And thanks for coming on the little trip with us. So until next week, I'm Seal, and I'm Chris, and you take it easy, and listen for the beacon. <laughs>